Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, and all my patron peeps, uh, hey patrons, uh, thanks so much, uh, you know, if you ever need to drop me a line about anything, it's dear scooter at gmail, uh, good night, uh, hey, if you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep with you with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to attempt to do is uh, try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, like emotions, physical sensations, uh, it changes or interruptions in your routine, Anything, noise outside, inside, freaking jingle, quit jingling, no jingling bells after 10 p.m. How about that? I mean, holy mackerel, like, uh, Santa who? Like, uh, save it for Christmas Eve and that's it, buddy. Uh, anyway, that's just a little, uh, like, uh, like, I don't know what that was. Maybe we could come back to that, though. So, like, uh, it feels like there's a lot of cheap, easy jokes in there that are mildly humorous. Here's the deal. Like, I'm going to create a safe place uh, where I can kind of take your mind off stuff and keep you company. Whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones that aren't for everybody. Uh, but give it a few tries to see if they, see if they work for you. And basically, let's see, if you're new... Well, here's the quickest version of it. You don't really got to listen to me. You could just barely hear me in the background, uh, or you don't have to pay me any attention or pay me any mind. Also, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to to, to, to be your companion uh, for at least an hour, around an hour. So those are the kind of main rules. And then structurally, first uh, four to six minutes of show our business because it's a free sleep podcast. It, we have over 20 hours of work for each episode. Uh, so the way we keep it free and all the archives free is uh, listener support and a little bit of sponsor support that's because of the listener support. So if you're new, thanks for sticking through that. Sorry, you had, you had, thank you, uh, but uh, it's a sleep podcast. We've got to do that up front. If you're a regular listener, thanks for uh, being actively involved in the podcast. And so that's the first four to six minutes or so. Then there's an intro, which we're just starting off. Usually those are around 12 minutes. That's an estimate. And I usually just ramble in those. Uh, what, I try to make you feel welcome. I guess I try to earn your trust, but just in a way, like, not in a way like you'd give me your wallet uh, or the keys to your vehicle or leave me in charge of anything other than, like, let's say you were, uh, like, this is the kind of trust I'm looking to earn. Could you hold these coffees for one minute while I throw this out? Is Are you comfortable, like, considering giving me that level of trust? Because uh, that's a tr- and that's a that's a serious like uh, that's a leap of faith on your half. And I'm not joking. Because think about it, like you're there, in line. Maybe you got a couple of those holiday drinks, uh, uh, you know. And you say, well, it's a holiday. I can, you know, what do those have? Eight bazillion calories in there. How many grams of sugar is in that uh, peppermint nog mocha frucino? Uh, is there also is there any caffeine in there? But, like, like you just bought two of those. Hopefully you got, like, a BOGO or something on that. Buy one, get one free. 
though I don't know where you'd go to get that. Uh, but anyway, you're holding those, and then you realize uh, you need some, you know, you need, uh, you want to put some napkins in your pocket, or, you know, like uh, figure out those, like how to use one of those carriers, but those, like, involve so much pushing. But maybe that's it. So you say, well, I'd like to get these in a carrier, but I got to get it. I got to put them down. But man, like, uh, I don't want to risk you spilling this $8 coffee. Uh, so, uh, like, uh, you say, well, this person looks uh, barely, you know, you say, well, they look like I could trust them. They don't look actually that coordinated, but if they're only standing still, I think they could hold these coffees. They don't have anything in their hand because they're waiting for theirs. That's a neighborly thing to do, but it does take a little, because you say, well, I got to talk to someone I don't really know, but then you just turn, you say, hey, would you mind holding these two? And I would say, absolutely, no, not a problem. Do you mind, you know, I would joke, do you mind if I taste this? But uh, that would probably, uh, I don't know if it would that build trust or lose trust. Uh, if I keep it away from my mouth, uh, like if I move it further, I say, well, maybe I'll taste this. Uh, like, would that be... And then you say, okay, I, I got my napkins, thanks, uh, then that's the exchange is done. That's the exact level of po- like trust I'm looking to earn of yours initially to, for the podcast. You say, oh, well, it seems like pretty low risk. I'm just going to listen to this uh, this person ramble for an hour, see if they can put me to sleep. I don't really have anything invested other than a little bit of time here. Yeah, it, would I trust them to hold? Uh, maybe I would hand them two coffee. Maybe would he be even be one? And I'll be honest with you up front. Don't try to give me three because there's a zero percent chance of me giving all three of them back to you with coffee in them because they can probably hold two. And holding three, I mean, I wouldn't mind trying, but that would be me trying to show off, uh, and that never goes well. So I'm looking to earn your trust. That's what I do during the intro by over-explaining things or by trying to make a metaphor about something and relate it back to the podcast. But really, that's all I'm asking. You say, hey, would you hold on to these? And really, I guess like to, to extend the metaphor into the real truth of the podcast is if I could offer some magical physical service, uh, it would be like that. It would be like those Amazon lockers or whatever for your worries or your pain or, you know, whatever it is. What's that word that uh, it really captures it all? Like, uh, you know, the, 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 the deep, dark night of your humanity. And you say, hey, Scoots, could you hold on to this for 8.5 hours for me? I'd say, no problem. I got, a, I got lockers here. Here's your locker key. It's got crypto, fun, you know, crypto funk in there, so you don't got to worry about it. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's not part of, it's part of its own blockchain. It's called the blockhead chain. Uh, and yeah, like, so, so totally encrypted. I'm going to take your worries or whatever uh, substitute. Uh, I'm going to encrypt them and then I'm going to put them in my own blockhead chain and I'll hold them for you for 8.5 hours. When you get up tomorrow well rested, you know, then we'll run it through your personal decryption key uh, that will you know, double verify, you know, double verified, of course. And like, then you can go about your day. Hopefully you'll be flourishing and smiling and enjoying yourself because you got a better night's sleep. Uh, now, we both know that that's only, a, that's a pie in the sky dream. 
And I don't know if you could say, well, I might trust you to hold my coffees. I don't think you have any idea what you're talking about, about encryption. Oh, yeah, we got a 2884 hex key here. This stuff's un, un, unbreakable, except when, you know, except when dropped. Uh, hardy har har. Would you say, well, I, I trust you to hold my coffees. I, well, would you trust me to hold your worries? Uh, kind of. Because uh, this podcast is a little bit like that. I try to take your mind off stuff. Think about those warm cups of Java or whatever the heck it is. Uh, sugar, sugar with some coffee and me holding them for you. And maybe I could do the same for whatever's keeping you awake. But a little bit different manner because you're under no pressure to listen to me. Like, even though I'm here to take your mind off stuff, keep you company, eventually, for a lot of you, I'll lose your, t- you, like, you'll lose focus on what I'm talking about. Uh, like, tonight we'll be talking about uh, the, uh, the holiday parade, and we'll have some visitors and stuff like that talking about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. A little late, but yeah, like, uh, you know, it's already nostalgic, uh but the whole idea is, like, uh, you don't feel any pressure to fall asleep or to listen. And I can just be there just like an adult was there reading you a bedtime story. But the circumstances are a little bit different. I'm a little bit sillier. Um, it don't get to the point as much as an adult might. Because, uh, kid, you, I mean, let's be honest. You say, hey, kid, get to sleep already. Like, you don't even know what's, like, uh, you don't know what it's like being in your uh uh, to teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever, like, you don't know what it's like out there. So for you, it should probably take uh, uh, about eight minutes to fall asleep tops. But I realize, you know, sometimes you need a little extra soothing. But I'm here for 60 minutes of soothing for you, the grown-up, uh, or the grown-up in training, like I am, G-I-T or whatever. Uh I haven't even got to that stage yet. I say I'm a tween, tween in, twid, tween in development. Uh, uh, like, uh, I'm working on whatever those are, anagrams. I don't even know what the heck they are, shortages. Uh, but, you, like, uh, twid, I like that. Though. I'm a twid, tween in, tween, tween in development. I guess that's a little bit weird because that is a double entendre uh, because tweens are developing. I even passed those stages of just trying to develop the maturity of a teen, teen so that I can move on to being uh, like, a, like a like useful functioning member of the world where I say, hey, this feels pretty good out here. Uh, and it does feel pretty good and better if you're rested. That's why I want to help. I, I have trouble sleeping. I toss and I turn. I overthink. I overtalk. I... Uh, they say, hey, what the heck, are those, is that Jingle Bells? I mean, first reaction is, is Santa coming for early visit? And then I say, probably not. Uh, then I say, well, who is someone outside? Is that, are those Jingle Bells going in my brain or outside? And then I say, what's with the Jingle Bells? I have no Jingle Bells and no jingling after 10 p.m. You know, if you got chestnuts and you want to roast them, open fire or not, do it before nine because I don't want, I don't need to be smelling burnt chestnuts. Uh, oh, also, by the way, I relocated to the North Pole, like a North Pole village uh, out on Route 4. Uh, yeah, I'm working. I'm do, got a third job here. And uh, yeah, uh, so these are the kind of things that get on my nerves out here. It's uh, Santa's Christmas village. Uh, or whatever the heck we call it now. 
I say, can't we just call it the, the happy pole? Like, uh, also, can we get that going? Can we get some more signs up, Bruce, about uh, the 10 p.m.? Uh, no jingling after 10 p.m. And they say, who works at a North Pole, like uh, imitation North Pole, and actually roast chestnuts? Uh, and they say, well, you, you can't judge until you tried it. Uh, and they said, well, if, we, if you roast them at lunchtime, I'll have some chestnuts. But it drives me nuts. I'm trying to go to sleep. And that's kind of what my brain is like, too. It's also like fixating and discovering things to get worked up about. But the podcast here, take your mind, like, hold your coffee. I don't think I could explain it better than that, but it's so simple. I got to keep talking, I guess. Uh, but think about that if you're new. Uh, and you might already have an answer, and uh, maybe they give you clarity. Say, I wouldn't let this person hold on to a cup of water for me. Uh, like, uh, you'd say, okay, well, I believe it. I believe you. I, I understand. And if you're new, most listeners say it takes a few tries to figure out this podcast, if it's going to work for you not. Because uh, it's different, and I'm different, and I accept that. Uh, but all I'm trying to do is, is to help uh, for the people that it works for. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. I can't I can't help you. But give it a few tries. Uh, really no investment but time. And I'm glad you're here. I work very hard on this show because it can relate to how it feels out there in the deep, dark night. And I really want to help you fall asleep. Thank you for coming by. Uh, hey everybody, uh, it's Scoots, it's time for our Thanksgiving Day Parade, and it's already started, I see, uh, Whoopi, uh, and, uh, Dustin from Stranger Things, Harry Connick Jr., uh, Jane, uh, from 30 Rock, uh, uh, all doing the, the opening number, uh, and it's like an opening number with dancing and stuff like that, very fun. And a number of kind of climaxes in a giant dancing uh, and, and singing scene in front of Macy's uh, with some really good break dancing uh, and, uh, you know, just a really, like, a f- fun scene. Uh, good, good dancing, good, good grouping. We're watching the uh, Telemundo feed of the parade. I did watch every feed of the parade, uh, and uh, this is one they choose to base the episode on. Uh, and I want to introduce our team here to help you bring the parade. But first, I got to say, where in the F in heck is Amy Cool? K U L E. Of course, I didn't Google this, so I may have to edit this out. But I like uh, every year, Amy Cool, uh, who does all the, I think, does all the work that goes, like, is the leader of the parade team. Uh, cuts the ribbon to start the parade. Maybe last year, like, was was not, like, a, but she still worked on the parade last year. I didn't see in the highlights her name. But call me cool, because I'm an Amy Cool fan, K-U-L-E, and I'm probably pronouncing it wrong to show my fandom. I'm pretty sure that is correct. Uh, but they had a CEO or something. Uh, anyway, so here's our team. Uh, I'm here. I'm Scoots. I'm going to be uh, here uh, throwing it out and... Uh, I don't have, uh, let's see, in charge, of, I got someone in charge of balloons, someone in charge of floats, and then my, uh, a person for extra commentary, my neighbor Ray. Ray, say hello to everybody. Oh, hello, 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 everybody. I'm just glad to be here with Scooter uh, talking about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This is our third or fourth year doing it, and it's very nice. Oh, I just saw a, 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 
a Smurf balloon. And I'll be here trying to help out. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. And I want to say, I want to send my love and joy to you. I know it's not Thanksgiving now, but uh, it's the holiday season. And sometimes the holiday season doesn't always feel inclusive uh, to everybody. But, Ray, I want you to know when I'm saying this message to all of you, in Scooter's love of the holidays is an attempt to be inclusive, but he kind of throws it everywhere. But uh, if you don't feel included, you're included in race hot. Uh, however you celebrate it, well, sometimes, you know, Scooter particularly, he likes to be alone. Uh, and even people say, well, you can't be like, uh, uh, so, so Ray's here and he's thinking, happy holidays, everybody. All right, thanks, Ray. And on balloons, we have someone, I don't know if they've ever worked with the parade episodes before, because I don't really remember. Uh, but we have someone that's not human, but they fly in the sky. Oh, there's the Macy's CEO we're seeing right now with a bunch of clowns. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm also seeing a balloon, and the balloons are getting ready to roll. And I'd like to uh, check in with uh, Bernie the Butterfly. Yeah, this is Bernie the Butterfly here. Uh, Bur I'm Bur Hello, everybody. I'm Bernie the Butterfly. I'm a butterfly, and I, I'm here the first time. I'm a little nervous, uh, but that's why I might sound... Uh, I'm here at the parade. I want to be quiet for these balloons. Uh, but yeah, I'm Bernie the Butterfly. I'm here. I'll be talking about the balloons. Thanks, Scooter. Uh, thanks, Bernie. And then covering Broadway... And uh, the Broadway performances and maybe some other stuff is uh, is uh, our good friends. Uh, once they lived in a world called Westeros, now they live in a world called Next Door to My Apartment uh, with my neighbor Ray. They've changed their names. Uh, once they were uh, knighted and even briefly king. And you may have heard of them. They, you know they may play. For, one of them may play for the Jets next year. And you may have heard them referred to as Sir Gregor and uh, Sir Tommen or King Tommen or Prince Tommen. But now they go by the Gregor and uh, Mikey. Uh, throw it over to you. Happy uh, yeah, uh, Thanksgiving. Also, happy holidays to everyone celebrate in their own way. I'm the Gregor and I'm here with my best friend, uh, Mikey. Oh, yes, hello, I'm Mikey, you're not so Tommen. And I'm here with my b b best friend and a good friend of mine, the Gregor, and my best friend, Sir Pounce. And oh, Sir Gregor, we're already here, and Sir Gregor and I have just watched the, the SpongeBob musical, and it was uh, right going on uh, behind all the TV people. And I said, to, you know, I know a little bit about SpongeBob, but this was a boy dressed as SpongeBob. And then there was Gary. Uh, so, Gregor, what did you think about Gary? I uh, hear a classic thing. Nice. So, okay. You have Sapons is real. You're real, boy. Your cat real. Okay. He, TV Sponge, uh, with a uh, pet. He, Musical boy with plastic thing. No no sense. Thank you, Sir Gregor. I mean, thank you, uh, uh, whatever you name. Thank you, Gregor. And we also had some fun things, like Patrick was there. Yeah, I liked it. There was some good singing. And Squidsworth had four legs. Wasn't that funny? 
is for like he go uh yes i like i like him also this uh, just so you know greg remember that, that uh uh this parade is for watching only you're not allowed to participate in any of the musicals eat in tv this parade in tv not no going to new york i know it caused way too much trouble when i go to new york uh because I don't like uh, how men call uh, Adina a witch. I say, no, she's no witch. She's no Snow Queen. I put, you know, I ha- okay. Yes, I won't talk about it. And it was really good. And there was a skateboarder. And uh, it was a delightful musical. And I'm going to throw back to our main team over there. Uh, thanks, uh, Sir Gregor. Uh, actually, we're going to bounce right over because uh, I'm just getting a view and some information about a flying wimpy kid balloon. Yeah, this bunny butterfly here. There's a balloon that's uh, it's supposed to look like a boy from a book, I believe. I, I don't act like I don't understand these things. And uh, it, he's, uh, it says he's 35 feet or some such thing. And he he's like a pair. I don't I wouldn't I don't think it's a polite version of a boy because a boy that would look like that. I in uh, but it's a very big balloon. And I do I gotta admit uh, as I'm covering these balloons here, as much as I don't like uh, you 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 humans, uh, I do like watching the balloons, the movement. Uh, I I I also I'm imagining though that the balloon is in charge of all of you and you're, you're attached to it by cord, uh, that it's like, uh, you're powering it and it's controlling you instead of you controlling it. And I wish I had a, some gas uh, to make the balloon go up, uh, just a few feet, you know, to people, see people dangling the legs. Uh, but, uh, that did not happen. So, uh, back to you, Scooter. Uh, thank, thank, thanks, thanks. Oh, also we had a good interview, uh, uh, with some people, uh, Cassie and Mike Vogel. And uh, that was really good. Uh, like I thought that was a nice little interview. And then we have another, uh, quick musical check-in with Mikey and Tommen. Oh, yes. Hello. Now this next musical is called Dear Evan Hansen. And I would like to say, say, send them a letter to say, Dear Evan Hansen and the cast of Dear Evan Hansen, I really enjoyed your song. And it really, I liked, I liked how, uh, one of them had a microphone and I wanted to applaud them because, you know, there's the lip syncing. Uh, when, because they have to keep performing and, you know, it's not easy to hear, it's not easy to do these things. So, so I wanted to give them applause uh, for the great performance. Mike, do you have anything to say? Um, it's a plaid shirt. I like the plaid shirts very much. Uh, and I like how they say, you will be a friend or something. I like the message, uh, and, uh, really good. Uh, and, uh, Yes, the plaid shirts were nice. I like that part. Okay, thanks, Sir Gregor. Uh, Scooter, we're going to throw it back to you. Okay, well, Ray wants to say something. Oh, yes, Scooter. Uh, there comes uh, Ronald McDonald's shoe car there with Ronald McDonald's balloon. And I really liked that. Uh, you know, I missed uh, some of my stars this year. Uh, but I did see uh, some people from uh, some other shows and this... Uh, 
there's some handsome people uh, interviewing things and stuff, but you have it on mute because we're recording a podcast here. But I always love singing. Oh, you know what? Uh, Mikey just emailed me. He said he forgot to mention that the cast on uh, Kana's, it says Kana, the cast on the uh, the singer uh, for the last number. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I really, oh, am I going to get to talk about the floats? Is that going to be my job? Yeah, it probably will be. Uh, but thanks. So thanks everybody. And, uh, yeah, I think we have another one coming up. It's, uh, oh yeah, we have another uh, musical Anastasia coming up, uh, and our musical team's going to cover that one as well. Oh, yes. So when this musical first unfolded, I said, is that a music box or is that my imagination? And it ended up it was a music box. And she was singing to the music box. And then the things transformed. And I think it was some sort of spell or uh, an idea. I said, what? Like I said, is she, is, is she spelling or is it her imagination? But then there's, like, uh, wh- what did you say, Mikey? D- what did you say about it? It's like a royal ball. I think, uh, like, a bit like a royal ball. Also, I think Scooter Needle in Spanish, uh, but that, that's just another thing. Okay, go ahead, Mikey. Oh, yes, and then she, uh, my favorite part of this, you should definitely watch it, is she, she transforms, and I could not figure out. I'm going to try to watch it again. I'm moving it around now. Uh, there's a stepmother, which, you know, none of us like stepmothers, really, how they're portrayed in the media. But they have her, Anastasia, as a little girl and as an adult. Oh, I just saw they did a wonderful job of blocking the camera as she transforms it from her outdoor gear into a ball gown, as Greg has said, at a royal ball. And then she dances, but something is missing. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a musical, you know, if she doesn't go on some sort of journey. Uh, to find something other than, you know, to find love. Like, uh, well, even it would be nice if a stepmother maybe loves her, uh, you you know, because, uh, oh, and there's no blue-faced people in this musical, but there does seem to be a stern uh, male and then a stern stepmother and then maybe a school school representative there. But the stepmother person, she looks uh, very, oh, Scooter wanted me to point out that, uh, if you're watching the scene, the CEO that replaced Amy Cool is right in the background of this scene, enjoying the show. In Scooter, I think would have preferred Amy Cool to be enjoying the show. And also, Scooter wanted me to note that this show is rated PG, parental guidance, and raise my parental, and Sir Gregor's parental. And it's okay with Ray for us to watch it. But I said, who would not watch? Why is it not TV for everybody? Uh, I just saw the CEO look down at something, uh, Scooter. But now he's looking, he's nodding. Now he's smiling. This uh, He has a, a, a nice uh, scarf on. And uh, it's, uh, and I think that's it. Uh, like, uh, let's pass it back to uh, Scooter. Okay, so next up is, like, they, they go for a remote to uh, Gwen Stefani, uh, like, Xmas show at the uh, Bank of America Holiday Village. Uh, and I put incomparable stand-up. Oh, I, I, I don't know why I put incomparable, uh, but I really enjoyed it. There was a stand-up bass player. 
And uh, the base was matte black, which I thought was very cool. And the tinsel dresses looked great. I really like uh, the look. It has like a combination of 1950s. There was people ice skating to the song. Uh, so I enjoyed that as well. White Christmas and there was cool dancing. Oh, yeah, I really liked the dancing. Like there is a crowd dance, a coordinated crowd dancing. And then there was a dancing on stage that progressively got better. And also then there's brass, uh, that came, came in, which I really thought I enjoyed that. And also she says New York city. Yeah. Which I really liked. Oh yeah. They're doing the hands uh, behind her. Uh, like, uh, so, 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 some cool stuff from like, I felt like a bugs, I was watching a mini Bugsy Berg, but you know, Bugsy, whatever my brother loves, uh, Bugsy Berkeley or bug, bug, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I don't know who I'm talking about. And then there was a long shot of, uh, lots of people on roofs and balconies watching the parade really saw, uh, thing. And then there was a, a horse named Einstein, which I thought was good. Yeah, but then so then there was a there was a, another musical, uh, and I'm going to turn it over. Once on this island, oh yes, we we so we had the musical Once on this island, and I have to say that the ending was the best spot. It, like there was this uh, young child at the end, and there was a close up, and it was it was cute, wouldn't you say, Sir Gregor? Mikey, I'm Mr. Gregor. I like Atari shirts, uh, the dancing Atari shirt. But yes, I like at the end she sing. I like the music and the singing. These seem like a very good musical. Also, I like the deities uh, represented, uh, you know, new, not all the regular boring deities like uh, here in the way you practice things, uh, the listeners. Uh, there was four gods, I think a god of like uh, the sky of the earth, uh, and then a couple other ones. And I like it that, uh, and I love, uh, I love things from across the cultures. Uh, that's what I like. Right, Mikey? Oh yes. I loved it too. I also love the costumes. I mean, uh, very enjoyable dancing, singing, and again, such a hard job to do. I would like to go to old Broadway, but Sir Gregor, we can't go to the New York, uh, because of Sir Gregor, but I would like to see it, uh, and it's also, uh, George R. lives somewhere near there. So Scooter said we could never go there because it would mess up the time space. But yes, this is the end here. There's our children running on. And she's going to sing one last uh, thing. And it's like a nearly transcendent. Uh, throw it back to you, Scooter. Uh, thanks. You know, I liked how next the camera catches like an MC conference room. And, uh, I don't know what I put, Torfu, uh, oh, the turkey sitting above the Macy's entrance. And then we're going to fill, fill finish up our holiday, like our performance coverage, uh, with the rackets. What did you think about the rackets? It was good. Very good dancing. Very, ex like, energetic. And, it, like, uh, I can't say anything other than I enjoyed it. And I thought it was a good workout. Uh, good, Sir Gregor is, um, uh. The Gregor, easy, good, but uh, I'd like the singing, uh, the dancing, good too. Uh, but yes, so, so I, I no comment, I guess. I enjoyed it. Well, all right, Scooter, we're back. Uh, for thank you, boys. I'm this is uh, Ray here. 
And this parade was put on by over 10,000 volunteers. Now, one thing I wanted to wonder about was that 4,000 of them apparently worked for Macy's. So I said, well, the, is this a, are they real volunteers or, or what? Uh, and this is uh, uh, quite uh, the first band that came in. Now, oh, boy, was this was the Texas Prairie View uh, A&M Marching Band. And they did a dance mega melody that was just holy cow. What uh, what a mega, I like mega melodies and I like the dancing. And I think, uh, I think that it was a good, this was, they did Texas proud. Holy cow. They had everything. They had, even the band was dancing, which really I liked. And I said, well, that was a lot of work. Then they had dances. They had flag people. Uh, really good, great stuff. Uh, a lot of confetti, a lot of confetti. I said, uh, uh, and then we had some clowns. So, so that's why you're not seeing Scooter because he's, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's out of here. And then, uh, there's a balloon coming. Uh, what's this balloon we're seeing, Bernie? Well, thanks. Thanks there, Ray. This is Bernie the butterfly here. And this balloon that's called Olaf, uh, and it's, uh, so it's like, uh, first there's like 17 other balloons. Uh, according to this here, the, his, Olaf's nose is the size of three snow, snow, uh, snowboards. I did like the view of the Empire State Building. And then there was a, there was a Tom the Turkey. But this Olaf, you, like, you could see, like, uh, I think it's a metaphor for a lot of use, uh, He's got these kind of eyes that like uh, seem like a little lost, uh, a little bit like Scooter, but he's smiling. The Scooter doesn't usually smile about much of anything. And uh, uh, then there was a oh, there was an ad we laughed at about uh, uh, from a new show called Making It that looked pretty good. I, I love watching TV. By the way, if Gatorade ever wants to sponsor Float. Or Powerade or Kirkland Signature Sport Drink. Uh, sign me up. I'll I'll be doing it in the parade. Also, the bibs on the people that were pulling uh, Olaf. Uh, I mean, spend a little more money already. What in the heck? Olaf's eyes. And I'm getting a second look. Uh, whoever the artist was that did the eyes on that balloon should get a raise as well because they have uh, a great outline to them. Almost hypnotic, Ray. I better send it back to use. Oh, thank you, Bernie. That was lovely. And then the next thing that was lovely was Miss Patty LaBelle. And she was on the Ocean Spray Co-op Cranberry Float. And holy moly, was that nice. Uh, uh, she was singing. Scooter did not like one of the cranberry people. He said... Uh, he said, I don't know. And then uh, also Patti LaBelle has a new holiday album, so you should check it out. And then this was a little bit different. Oh, Padma and Tom from, uh, well, they were also in it. I, Scooter forgot. He, Scooter had to step out because of the clowns and, and also the cranberry person. He said that cranberry person, uh, I'm not so sure about them. Also, it's tough being in here with two peoples, you know. Uh, but this was strange to me. There was a band that came on with 110 boys and 110 girls. And I said, why would you pick that number? And why does it have to be so even? Like, what are you, even Stephen marching band? And another thing, like, objection I would like to raise is that uh, 
they made these poor kids run too much. Also, the cranberries, I'm jumping all over here, but there's cranberries in the cranberry bog were floating, which I loved uh, almost as much as Miss Patty LaBelle. Uh, oh, but I, oh, they always make the bands run on. Did I already say that? I'm sorry. I lost a uh, thing. Uh, then, uh, let's see. Then next heads up is, uh, uh, oh, let me throw it to Bernie. Cause Bernie, we got another, uh, a balloon coming. Are you ready? Oh, thanks. Right. Bernie, the butterfly here. Yeah. There was some big headed humans walking by those were colonialists. And then there was a depiction of an animal, uh, scrat, they called it. And it was imaginary animal, but it has to make even the nice animals. You humans got to make them look bad. It was a squirrel with big tooths and uh, uh, like a, like a, what you would say was beady eyes. I don't like hearing that term. There's humans throw it around all the time about one another or about animals they see. Why you got to do that? Uh, it had They had nicer bibs, the carriers, the balloon holders, uh, not fancier. But this thing was called Scrat and... Uh, it was a big-toothed squirrel, I think, because they said, oh, even squirrels, you can't trust them. Uh, just like humans. Now, here comes Scooter's favorite part, Ray. Uh, so why don't you go tell him about it? Because it was hockey players with Wyclef Jean. Oh, thank you. Oh, was this the moment of the parade? Holy cow. If, you, if you're watching at home, it, it comes in about an hour and nine minutes uh, into the parade. And this had everything. It had... Uh, uh, Wyclef Jean uh, uh, singing and in a great little outfit there. And really, uh, there was an 80s feel to the music. Uh, it was really nice. And then they had these dancing pucks that Scooter could not stop talking about. And it was just two gentlemen dressed as pucks, and they were dancing, but they were so happy. The faces were just lit up with smiles, and they were really dancing well. And they could only use the arms to flap the hands. Uh, but I've never seen two people happier to be in a parade. It really made all of our day. And it was like uh, the best part of the parade. And everyone else, like, there was a lot of good moments here where people were joining in on the parade and having fun. Uh, so this Wyclef hockey float, really, uh, the NHL, they picked the right people because uh, it won the day. Without, If it was a contest, they would have won it. And then next up was Ronald McDonald, who was making a heart in, with his hands. Uh, he was in a shoe car. Then you had the Ronald McDonald balloon. Uh, Bernie, you have any thoughts on that balloon? Uh, you Bernie the butterfly here. But yeah, uh, who gave that clown a suit? Uh, he thinks he's like, uh, first of all, uh, there's already a, like a purvey of a fast food that wears a suit like that. And uh, so I just felt like it was a ripoff. And then the poor people pulling the balloons, they had to wear uh, yellow uh, outfits uh, in addition to pulling the clown balloon. I think that should be some, like if you have a bad podcast, that should be a punishment uh, uh, to drag a, like through the town square, drag a clown balloon. Or, you know, podcasters that eat too many Big Macs, like I know one of them, uh, they should have to, like, uh, hold on to the clown balloon. I mean, because it would be tiring and, like, uh, we would come laugh at him and say, uh, what are you doing? 
Oh, but here here comes another, like, very big, like, if you love Hamilton, you love Leslie Odom Jr. And if you don't, it was time for Sunny Days because it was Big Bird, it was Elmo, it was Bert and Ernie. And I think who gets top billing, Big Bird or Leslie Odom Jr.? I don't know. Holy cow. I mean, one of the biggest celebrities in the world. And then Elmo uh, and some of the cast of... Uh, uh, Sesame Street and this singing come together. Count Chocula was there. Scooter said to say that as a joke. It was, uh, I don't know what he's called, the math vampire, something, something. But that was a moment, again, between the dancing fucks and seeing Leslie Odom Jr. on a float with the, uh, the Muppets. Uh, I mean, the only thing would have been if we, we could have had, uh, if we could have Lynn up there, but Lynn's too busy out there saving the world. So he's busy. Uh, and I'll take Leslie Odom any day of the year. Holy moly, Junior. And then we had another balloon uh, that Bernie wanted to comment on. Bernie? Yeah, th- okay, Bernie the Butterfly here. Thanks, Ray. Uh, yeah, there's a, also I wanted to note that this poor kid balloon is carrying a diary. And he think he's in the middle of tripping or diving. And I said to myself, uh, this poor kid, he needs someone just like Scooter needs me uh, to really sit him down and say, hey, uh, Greg, this is how the world works. Uh, you only got three pieces of hair, which is a, a little bit more than Scooter. But, uh, yeah, what are you doing? Like, uh, don't run so much. All you humans are always running. Oh, also, I'm Barney the Butterfly. I'm a butterfly, and I really, like, I'm the leader of the butterfly community. There's a band running on the stage, but I'm going to take a few minutes here. It's a band from Connecticut, uh, and they did a great job. I'm sure Ray will say that. Oh, boy, they did a great This is your friend Ray. Holy cow, that was good. You see, I could have been just like him there. But I, I represent the butterfly community because, and by the way, the reason I gained consciousness is because we're fed up with all you people. Uh, Trumbill High School, by the way, is the one performing there. Uh, here's another thing. Why do you take a parade and fill it with uh, so many commercials? Uh, I mean, holy, you want to talk about wearing us out. I mean, just spending any time with Scooter in general. Uh, but we had to watch this thing live the first time. And uh, he said, no talking, Bernie. Uh, and we tried to delay it, and we still co- caught up. Uh, a lot of commercials. But Scooter says every year they use the same format. So he's kind of into the format. He says, first hour is uh, Broadway shows and interviews. Uh, then he goes to the second, the second segment. Uh, is like a celebrity interview, uh, commentary marching band or float with a singer than a balloon and uh, anyway let me throw back to ray because i'm sorry uh here comes the hello kitty float uh oh yeah this was this might have been the third highlight of the parade this is the strongest section of the parade you had the pucks you had the sesame street and leslie and then you had uh, this young lady who really just blew us all away it gave us the chills. It was an unbelievable moment. Uh, her name's Angelica Hale. And she, I, I mean, I don't want to say she was an angel that came down, but she she had a beautiful pink puffy on a, on a hat. 
and lovely voice, and she was in the Hello Kitty float, and all these other kids were dancing. And really, I'm just watching a sing now, and uh, uh, she's hitting all the notes, and she's having fun, and she's uh, like just a beautiful, beautiful voice. It gave us all the chills. Like I said, we had goosebumps, a whole chair. I mean, picture this in your head. You have your scooter who makes the podcast, the pod boy. Then you have me. I'm a, old, a little bit older than Scooter. I'm his neighbor, Ray. And then in my lap, you have a box and with some Gatorades with Bernie the Butterfly in there. And then next to me, you have uh, originally Sir Gregor. So he's like about seven feet tall, eight, uh, seven, eight hundred pounds of muscle. And also Sir Tommen in pounds. In uh, Koa, of course, Scooter's dog. And all of us, except for Sapounce, I believe, uh, had chills from this young lady singing. So, bravo. Also, so Scooter put Sapple Three Trees, a sad guy pulling float. Uh, I think it maybe says five apples uh, to three trees, but then there's a sad guy pulling the float. Uh, I think, oh, maybe pulling one of these Macy's floats. Uh, oh, because there's a Hello Kitty balloon. Uh, Bernie, what did you think of the Hello Kitty balloon? Uh, thanks, Ray. Bernie the Butterfly here. Uh, yes, I like to say my name so you know who I am. Uh, I like it, but the the, the Hello Kitty, uh, that's how uh, a lot of us, uh, like, that's why I've had to step up because everyone has that blank look in the face. And I say, uh, hey, humans, wake the, the frig up. Uh, and tell LeVar Burton to stop singing about us, uh, especially comparatively. Uh, how about a balloon with some friggin' butterflies already? Uh, third, cats, no offense to Sir Tommen either, cats can't fly planes. That would be a terrible idea. Uh, two or four or five, whatever point I'm on, ask a cat if they wanted to get in a plastic plane, they'd say no, unless you're not watching. Then they might go in there and sleep. But ask any cat if they want to be friggin' put in a plane, and they're going to tell you no, like, uh, just let us do whatever we want. Uh, so I guess that's all I got to say. Hello Kitty was very cute, and I thought uh, Angelica did a great job. Uh, and uh, that's it. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you, Bernie. Uh, this is your friend Ray. I'm back here. And we had some blocks uh, spelling out Happy Thanksgiving. And... Uh, uh, Lance and Lisa, somebody's uh, singing. I'm not sure who the singer is, but to be honest, I'm like Andy Graham is the singer. Uh, there's a, there's a person dressed up as a, a duck. Uh, Andy Graham sings, uh, and it's a float for Homewood Suites with some wooden ducks. Uh, and everybody, everybody looked pretty happy. I did have a question because it's wooden ducks with rubber kids. I said, what is this? Uh, uh, but it was, a, it was a nice little song by Andy Grandma, and it was a nice little thing. And it is, as we were saying when we were watching, we're glad, no offense to country music, uh, but we're glad we had mixed a mixed group of performers. We had some pop, we had some country, we had a little hip-hop, uh, like some power ballads or whatever you might want to call them. Uh, last year felt like a little heavy on the country, like keep it even, you know, this isn't like an electoral system. Then we had another great band with, and I was really mesmerized by the flag dances and how tiring that must be. 
And then the Red Power Ranger came. Uh, Bernie, what do you have to say about that? Uh, thanks, Ray. Bernie the Butterfly here. This is, again, pop, uh, the propaganda is what it is. Uh, and they even make these kids watch these shows, uh, uh, realize you're in a hero or whatever. They say, well, this is like, uh, this is why you people can't sleep at night, this Red Power Ranger. I think they just do that to plant the seed in your mind. Oh, Red Power Range is here to help you. Uh, but, you know, unless you like, uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but then, you know, that, that's all I have to say about that. Okay, thank you, Bernie. Uh, this is your friend Ray. Hello. Next up was uh, Jimmy Fallon in the Roots. Jimmy Fallon always seems to have fun. Uh, they were on a big guitar. Uh, and they were singing an ACDC song, or no, Prince song. Which one was it, Scooter? Uh, they were singing a Prince song because they all have purple on. And they were all looking. He does a lot of pointing, that Jimmy Fallon. Uh, and uh, I think he's on Scooter's a men's list, believe it or not. I'm not supposed to say that, but he is. Uh, uh, but, yeah, right now they're doing the thing where they pray. Uh, and, yeah, it, it like uh, looks like a really everyone's dancing. And going along in the roots, uh, roots are really jamming out, uh, and just dancing along and having fun. And I guess that's what the two dancing kids, Scooter put, were great, uh, and they are. And then there was a, a small cat, very unhappy, uh, Scooter put, uh, Pikachu, oh, Pikachu. And carrying a big, small, a small cat. Bernie, what'd you think about that? Uh, yeah, thanks, Bernie Butterfly here. Why can't you have any friggin' balloons that are real things? Uh, you got this Pikachu thing, which comes from another d dimension or some such thing, so you can chase it around with your applications. And then it's holding on to a friggin' cat. Uh, so Pounce didn't like it, and I didn't like it, but, uh, it did have a nice look on its face, and it was nice to watch because it's only imagination is what Scooter wrote for me to say, be positive, Bernie. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's what I saw. Okay, so that was that. Then there was the Spirit of America. Oh, also, uh, oh, Bernie said he was hoping for the Stay of Marshmallow Man. And also, Bernie had asked me, why is, why is uh, Pikachu blushing? And no, none of us can answer that. Uh, so those are questions to wonder about. But yeah, next it was a Spirit of America cheer. Uh, there was lots of Blue M shirts, which I wondered if, and I said, is it for Merci? And they said, oh, Macy's, that's why. And they had something to cheer about. Then there was commercial, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, then there was Trolls, uh. Oh, there was also Caramund, I think, is, uh, Caramund, she was, she didn't have a very good fake smile, and Bernie wants to talk about this. Yeah, this was all I could take. Thank you, Bray. Uh, three freaking trolls hanging on a poor caterpillar. You finally put a caterpillar in the parade. It can't be a butterfly. It has to be a caterpillar. I can ex expect that, respect that. Uh, but then uh, you got to friggin' have these trolls uh, using it for transport. Uh, why can't you just leave butterflies and caterpillars alone? Uh, they're hanging off it, uh, and I didn't like it one bit. Uh, but let me throw back to Ray, because there's another person about to perform. 
Oh, thanks, Bernie. Yeah, there was uh, Shimmer and Shime uh, singing uh, Kid in a Candy Store. I said, holy punky Brewster. Uh, really a punky Brewster level jacket uh, by a performer who really was dancing. Uh, Jojo Siwa. And uh, some lines for the song Sugar's in the Air. And uh, a Broken Smile. This uh, Scooter Well, the Worry Lives, uh, caught up in his own string. I think that was uh, a joke for Bernie to supposed to say. Like a person was caught in the string uh, uh, for the uh, uh, for the next float here. But let's see. I just saw the CEO of Macy's again uh, sitting there. Oh, Charlie Brown is coming up. That's why. It, but the Bernie the Butterfly. Yeah, this is my favorite part. Friggin' Scooter. Uh, but okay, Charlie Brown, who's a famous version of Scooter. And he even has the same smile that's really, I'm smiling to cover about my awkwardness. Uh, but he's caught up in a, 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 a kite, uh, which I thought was hilarious because that's actually happened to Scooter. And, uh, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, and uh, then next up was uh, the puzzle, puzzle, uh, was a puzzle float. Uh, I noticed that uh, Girl Scouts was not in capital letters. I don't know what that is. But, uh, Ray, why don't you talk about that? Oh, thanks, Bernie. Well, I'd rather talk about Common and Andre Day singing. That was lovely. And she had on such cover, comfy mish, um, mittens. And they had a great message of stand up for something already. Uh, just like Bernie's saying in his own way, uh, go ahead and stand up for something. And then we learned that uh, I think 50 million people watch this parade. And, uh, you know, something about, oh, then there's a KFC. Was it a float? Yeah, there was a KFC float coming up. Uh, and I really enjoy those commercials because you don't even know who's going to play Colonel Sanders, uh, and that can be funny. And for a second, I think I thought I was thinking of Jane Lynch, but this is Dustin Lynch uh, singing. We, and he had a very sweet jacket on, and he's saying about a small town boy like me. And this led to another highlight of Scooters, which was uh, a kid with a mandolin. Is that what Scooter wrote? Uh, yeah, no, no, we'll have to watch it here. We're watching him sing. He has a very nice jacket on. And we're watching all the kids dancing. He's singing. He's very charismatic. Uh, we have Colonel Sanders. Oh, there's the kid with the mandolin there next to Colonel Sanders. Yeah, this was another high point because the kid is a little bit like the kid from A Christmas Story. And then he's like, sometimes he's very nervous, and then he's not nervous at all. Like, he's being waved on. He did a dab. I think that's what the kids call it. Uh, but other than that, he's frozen. I'm watching, he's frozen, and then someone must say, smile, move around, uh, don't be like Scooter. You're supposed to be playing the mandolin. But I thought it was really just a beautiful, uh, a beautiful, uh, he, he's very exciting. Now he's waving enthusiastically, and uh, I just enjoyed that. Then the U.S. Air Force Band did a wonderful, wonderful job. And I can't read Scooter's writing here, but uh, uh, something about Jet for Epsberg Wags. Oh, this is another balloon is what it is. Uh, 
Yeah, thanks, thanks, Ray, for getting to throw it to me. This was this friggin' little kid jet. Uh, it says, uh, supposed to solve problems and deliver smiles. I said, to whom? Uh, it looks like it's just gonna pollute the air to me, but, uh, that's it, right? Thank you. Well, thanks, Bernie. Then we had the Entenmann's float with a lot of bakers and confections. Sarah Evans, uh, saying, uh, indeed, or doing indeed or some such thing. And there was an upside-down baker. There was a sad cupcake, which we noticed, and donut kids. And then Scooter's, good thing Scooter's not back, because there was clowns that had fries and shakes with them. And then there was a dance crew, 34th and Funk, uh, which was awesome. Uh, they could really dance, and it was really good. Then more clowns with the New York and Daily News Apple uh and lots of clowns. I couldn't figure out if it was a worm or a stem, just like last year. But then I figured out that that was a stem on top of the apple. Uh, BB Rex, uh, she did a great job. Uh, she had some serious uh, faux fur on. It looked really, really good. And then Scooter's thing, one of the Mopples uh, happy taxed. Uh, so that was great. When the Mopple happy taxed, I said, this is the parade for me. Uh, when you're reading off of Scooter's notes uh, when the marble happy tax is going on. But it was really from Chase from the Paw Patrol, right, 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 Bernie? Oh, yeah, I like this uh, Bernie Butterfly here, thank you. Uh, I like Chase from the Paw Patrol, very cute. Uh, rescue pups and then uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ray. Yet they're going to reboot them again uh, with Rise of the TM, TNMT. Uh, Cat was, Cat, uh, someone was singing with them. Very, oh, Cat, uh, oh, we've got to get to this because this was one of Scooter's favorites. He said it was the best song in the show and the best uh, float with the uh, performer match. Scooter gave this award. I wish he had given out other awards because he, he kind of did say the Pucks were the best. And then he said uh, that he really enjoyed uh, a couple of the other performances. There's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles here. I'm just uh, reviewing because, uh, you know, I'm working with Scooter. Here we go. Cat Graham. And just some unbelievable suits. Uh, a really, really fun performance. They had some, like a little steam effects. And I don't know if Scooter put this or this was it, but, but this is epic. Uh, then we had NYPD band doing Stand By Me. That was touching. Also, during Cat Graham's performance, uh, the uh, bassist has a sock on his bass. And some really nice uh, Prince-level dancing there. Uh, then we had a John O'Hurley uh, ad for the dog show. And then, Bernie, we had another float. Oh, thanks, Ray. Yeah, we had a float that I was thinking about tasting. It was a Sour Patch Kid float, and I would like to taste uh, uh, taste that. I would. I, it looks like a little bit like a solid Gatorade to me. Salty, uh, sour, and sweet all at the same time. Sounds like it would be good for your electrolytes, if you don't mind me saying. And I would really like to spend more time with that. Uh and uh, there was a lot of confetti. There was confetti coming out of uh, the inside of the uh, balloon, which was a clown. And uh, it was a baseball. I don't know. Understand? It was a baseball playing clown or something. Is that right? Oh no, there's a baseball player. Nikki Jam, by the way, was the singer. Thanks, Ray. 
uh, Jabarni the Butterfly is still here because I, uh, I really want, want, to, want to have some Sour Patch Kids. Okay, back to you, Ray. Well, thanks, Bernie. But uh, you, you threw it to me with uh, Harold, the basketball play, baseball player from the 30, Miracle on 34th Street balloon went by. Uh, then the Ohio University band was lots of dancing and moving. And then another balloon. Oh, thanks, Bernie. This time we had a friggin' uh, b- b- bird that is stolen. Like, I thought it had stolen the egg. And I said, what are you doing with that friggin' egg? Uh, why don't you give it back? Uh, but according to the experts, uh, it, the, 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 its name's Red. It's from Angry Bird. And I'd say, well, you should meet me. I'm an angry butterfly. I don't have a friggin' game. I, I, I mean, these birds got games. Uh, you know, you got bird. How come this, baby, humans? Uh, how come you, you, you look at birds, you bird watch, uh, but you got to freaking catch butterflies. What's up with that? Or you can, you take a balloon uh, and you make a bird look like it's a hero running with an egg. You take a pat- caterpillar and it's to uh, carry around freaking trolls. Uh, what, what's up with that? It's not, I don't want, this is the reasons why butterflies and humans, uh, uh, coexist, uh, by tolerance only, by the way. Uh, but that bird had a good scowl on his face, kind of reminded me of me. I said, that's got some gumption, that bird, a red. Uh, go ahead, Ray, take it over with your zany ladies. Oh, thanks, Bernie. Yes, the next thing up was the zany ladies, and they had, they, uh, were doing the Red Hot Mamas, uh, domestic engineers, and they're into spreading, spreading the enchantment of ridiculous things. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Uh, we definitely share those goals here. Then there was a crazy glue fun house, uh, with Flo Rida, who Scooter loves. Uh, he sings them uh, like one of the big hits from them all the time. I say, Scooter, 2014 called, uh, but Flo Rida was singing a really nice song. Uh, I put a hubba dub dub two CEOs in a tub for some reason, uh, because I thought that would be funny. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, SpongeBob there, B- Bernie. Okay, you know, uh, you know, thank you, Bernie the Butterfly here. And people always talk about these humans talk about canon when they're talking about the shows. Oh, that doesn't fit the canon of the show. Oh, that's uh, not based on the reality. And then you have a friggin' SpongeBob musical uh, to open the friggin' parade with a human. And then you have a SpongeBob balloon. Uh, with a friggin' that's a sponge. Uh, hello. Uh, but you know, you humans, you do the best you can. So, you know, that, what, what else can I say other than also SpongeBob was jumping and holding SpongeBob's hand? SpongeBob's very flexible. And SpongeBob had a holiday hat on 2.5 miles of rope in the first uh, square balloon. Also, by the way, uh, uh, Tom Kenny's from Syracuse, New York. Uh, Used to perform with Bobcat, Bob Goldthwait, uh, uh, from Syracuse, New York, where Scooter's from. They don't know, know Scooter, of course, uh, though I do know Scooter's a big fan of Bob Goldthwaite's. Uh, uh, then there was the King's Hawaiian float. Uh, Ray, why don't you take over? Oh, thanks, Bernie. Uh, yeah, there was the King's Hawaiian waterfall float uh, with the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, 
And the Google got, dolls also got a joke on Mr. Robot, so that was funny. And it, they said it was an island, but I believe it's an atoll, but maybe I'm wrong. Also, Victoria's Secret got the most money because they, uh, whoever bought that billboard should get triple the salary next year. Uh, uh, give them a raise and a bonus. And then there was lots of confetti. Then there was another band that had to run from Colony High. And this was a touching moment. We met the winner of the Bob and Dolores Hope Scholarship. Her name was Naomi, I believe. Uh, then I put Turtle Danger. I don't know what that means, Scooter, but a turtle program or something. Turtle Dragon, that's what that says. Uh, Bernie, was that a, a, a float, a balloon? Oh, uh, yeah, thanks, Ray. It was, a, yeah, something. I don't know. Uh, but, but you know what was up next uh, that I liked was the Tim Burton Beetlejuice dances. That was uh, so good. Uh, did you enjoy that, Ray? Oh, I did because we just watched Beetlejuice, and so the, having the Beetlejuice dance crew there was just great. Uh, uh, then we had something about parents stealing children's thunder, then a Build-A-Bear workshop with uh, Bernard, uh, and uh, Sabrina Carpenter had a great hat on as she was singing. And we really liked how she sang to the, uh, she sang to the bear, and we also liked, she, she looked very cozy in a hat. So I thought, like, wearing a nice hat and being cozy is an is important thing. Uh, then there was the Pillsbury Doughboy, uh, for popping fresh. Right, Barney? Yeah, so that was the next thing is, like, uh, you people love, you humans love uh, celebrating uh, not eating healthy. So you say, oh, this is like a, a creature from some of some white flower that's uh, barely even flour anymore. Enhanced white bread, uh, it's our best friend. Uh, uh, so keep, maybe keep it up and we, we, us butterflies won't have to worry about you. Uh, anyway, back to you, Ray. Oh, thanks, Bernie. Yeah, Mick Melinda in the Big Apple Circus, Grandma the Clown, uh, blew a kiss to the camera. Uh, then we had Sugar for 250 Cakes, Sweet Smashes, uh, Oh, the Domino Sugar Float. Uh, I don't know what Scooter's is. Sugar for 250 Uh But we had Dancing Cookies uh, and a performer on there who is, uh, her name will come right up. I'm not sure who it is. Uh, uh, she's getting ready to sing and she's laughing along with everybody. Oh, it's just Cam, just, just C-A-M. That's who's singing that. Uh so that was fun, and that was nice. Then more clowns, which Scooter really doesn't want to talk about, wants us to skip over that, rewrite history, like there's no clowns in the parade. And then there was a giant green giant uh, who was kneeling down a little bit, like right after the sugar, which I thought was WTF, I put. Uh, and I uh, said, so why don't you just have, uh, I don't know. And I think this uh, singer's name was Lauren. Uh, Dan, uh, uh, Dan, something, uh, and there's, uh, like a lot of people dancing in the background having fun to this performance, uh, and who is our singer here? We'll find out. Yeah, it's a Lauren Alania, and it was a good one, uh, and I don't, I don't know, Scooter has some writing here, but I don't know if it's about peas or something, uh. Something far far enough to know. Maybe that's from the song. 
Also, an irony, the jolly green giant is holding little tiny pieces of corn, uh, which aren't green, by the way. Uh, then there was a, Bernie's, one of Bernie's favorite floats. Oh, thanks, Ray. Uh, yeah, this here was uh, the dino uh, float for uh, your energy, your oil people put that float up there. But you, they don't know that because they just put, uh, you know, they trick you. Uh, and they say, oh, this dinosaur will keep your oil coming for a long time. No problems. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that was the dinosaur float. Uh, uh, then there was the Rosemont Band, right, Ray? They had to walk fast. Oh, but yes, thanks, Bernie. But they had the best of flag races. Holy moly. And then we had the South Dakota float, and it was with Smokey Robinson. And uh, there was also the big-headed presidents on the side dancing, which was interesting. And uh, Smokey was singing Christmas every day, uh, which uh, uh, when Smokey sing it, it feels like Christmas. Uh, so that was good. And then after that, we had a giant tree float with Olivia Holt uh, from Balsam Hill, which a lot of good dancing on this float and a lot of good singing and beautiful ornaments. And uh, and it was a, that was a good performance. And then we had another balloon. Oh, yeah, Bernard Butterfly here. Yeah, another per- person I actually enjoy, the Grinch, uh, who steals presents from all of you, uh, but then you, in your myth, he, uh, you win him over. But they're doing another reboot of the Grinch next year, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but it looks like they're, they're going to stick to the, you know, the original look of it. Uh, so I'm a grouch. I don't have nothing, but the Grinch somehow is famous. Uh, uh, Scooter says it's because of the beautiful singing and things. Uh, thank you. Oh, then we had another band that was very rushed uh, from uh, Rockford High School. They had to do side running. And after that, we had the Elf on the Shelf balloon, which Bernie said, well, that's what's to watch all you people. Uh, but this Rockford High, they even put on a little performance with uh, dancing and like uh, acting, I guess. Uh, yeah, then the Elf on the Shelf. I don't think any of us are big fans of the Elf on the Shelf. And we, you know, Scooter tried to do a podcast to trace back the origins of the Elf on the Shelf. Uh, but, uh, you know, no one knows uh, when this idea came about. Uh, but it's supposed to make you comfortable with things, people watching everything. You know, it's, it's, it's I don't know. I just don't get it. Uh, then we had a peanuts float. Oh, boy. And they stuck to canon because there was no Charlie Brown. So they knew what they were doing. Lucy, uh, Snoopy, and Linus were there. And they were doing some great waving, and that was really nice. And then it was time, like, to kind of get to the end of the parade. Uh, we had a nice float from Hallmark with some elves on there and uh, a boy band uh, with Nick Lachey, who's, I think, the f- most famous, and uh, the rest of his band. And they looked like they were really having fun Uh and I, th- I forgot the name of the band, but it's going to come up here. And they had the dancing wooden soldiers on there. I think 98 Degrees, or they're not Boys to Men or uh, Blue House, whatever the other one is. Uh, it's not coming up. Uh, oh, 98 Degrees. I think I was correct there. I would say the 101 Degrees right now. Holy moly. 
you know, they've aged like fine wine. They're, they're men's band now, but, uh, you know, they, 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 you got, you got to grow up sometimes. So that was nice. And I liked how everyone was dancing along with them. And I just like when they give it their all instead of dialing it in. I thought, I said, Nick, great job. And the rest of the crew, I don't know who you are, but I think you did a good job. And then we were getting to the end of the parade. So they really had to rush this last band who I think was from Davis. And I think they came from the furthest away. That might have been the band uh, from all the way from Alaska. And the the person in charge of the band's retiring. And then we had a Christmas tree with a bunch of people on it waving. And uh, there was a giant swinging tree. They had great sweaters. Holy moly. They all had different uh, holiday sweaters. And they sang as a choir. And it was that was a nice moment. I really, really enjoyed that moment. Uh, you know, give me a choir and, uh, you know, I'll show you someone in the spirit, the seasoned spirit. Uh, also a lot of turtlenecks, which is always nice. Uh, then we had some light balloons and uh, we're getting close to the end of the parade here. You know, because it's time to go celebrate with your family, I guess. Uh so we had, a, you know, we had a stilt walkers, uh, little elf balloons, candy canes, uh, clowns, of course. Uh, you can't get more. Macy's Great America Band, uh, which was nice. And uh, we had an elf, a floating elf, uh, all the little floating elves. We had a crying, uh, a big head. I don't know what that is. Uh, Scooter put that in the notes. Uh, must be after the Macy's band. Oh, no, this, there we go. This is like the children that didn't get anything from Santa. They parade them in front of Santa Claus for some reason. That must be an old tradition. And one of the children is crying because I guess they're not going to get a gift. And then finally we had, they said it's the official start of the season, even snow going. And you have Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, I believe. Uh, now, we all know it's uh, Roberta Claus is the real one running Christmas nowadays. And Santa Claus has an assistant, and then they have the whole North Pole, all the reindeer, and some of the reindeer moving, big bag of presents, uh, and uh, uh, confetti. And that's the end of the parade, everybody. And I, I really enjoyed uh, our team here. And being here with you, and uh, all I can wish you is a happy season and a good night. This is your friend Ray. Goodbye.